0: for another episode of squaring up the sharp i'm max Carroll. i'm joined by my co-host austin weinrich we have a uh, pretty special episode for you here today uh we have a special guest and we'll get to that shortly but first things first austin how you doing
1: (sighs) my lungs it's punctured coach (laughs) i'm not gonna be able to play (laughs) the doc he got me
0: good (laughs) gotcha the doc gotcha the doc, the doc got a lot of people this week uh good good week for uh for doctor's offices around the country yes um,
1: uh this office of special surgeries
0: <laughs> who's, who's the guy uh james andrews he's uh is he still alive he's, uh he's is the he the tommy john guy yeah uh he's like the he's like the uh yes, the yes. surgery specialist for every sport under the sun <laughs> um he's 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 very busy this week uh and we'll get to all that uh if you if you watched any NFL, you know what we're talking about this weekend. But uh, we'll get to all that. But we uh, we have a special guest with us today, and we're actually going. We're gonna start off with that. We have uh, Chrissy here. It's actually Austin's uh, significant other, his girlfriend, and we kind of have a, a little special thing that we're gonna do. We're gonna to talk to her about what it's like to be. Uh, Living
1: know, in a football household Exactly,
0: you know That, that Sunday experience Where uh, you basically lose You know, for, mm-hmm. when you, if you put in percentage I like to think in percentages So you have, you know, from, from September To basically February On Sundays You lose your significant other, right? And <laughs> when you put in percentage that's, that's 14% 14% of the time you're basically mm-hmm. unavailable
1: i would agree with that statement
0: (laughs) and and then you throw in work and all that so how much time does she really get to spend with you is the question um but we're gonna you know i'm i'm kidding but we're you know we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of fun with it but um so chrissy how are you doing today
2: hello everybody (laughs) i'm doing good
0: (laughs) i'm excited if it sounds a little awkward with the mic we were trying to mess around it wasn't picking up her voice so she might Try to speak a little bit deeper. That's not her normal voice.
2: Yes, hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, Chrissy, glad to have you here. And Thank you. Um, <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, start off with. Uh, do you have Do you have any favorite uh, teams that you enjoy watching?
2: Um, like football, or just in general, just in
0: general, whatever, whatever you got.
2: Um, well, I used to watch, um, you know, soccer a lot. I was into that. I was watching uh, um I used to like Barcelona. Okay. That was one of my favorite teams. Um and I used to really like Oh, I used to really like uh, Messi, but and Iniesta, but
0: not so much anymore.
2: Yeah, I kind of dropped off with it. Not really following it so much anymore.
0: He's had some he's had some interesting uh, couple months with uh, Barcelona. Yeah. So, um but uh what about for so obviously big soccer fan what about internationally or yeah internationally do you have uh, for the world cup which team do you root for Out, you know do you have a team outside of the US that you root for I know Austin likes Germany
1: Yeah
2: yeah that's true <laughs> Um like I said, I usually root for either Barcelona or sometimes uh, Real Madrid. Okay. But I know they're rivals, but I still, <laughs> I still like them. All I don't right. Know.
0: So, yeah, I mean, to each their own. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's to say anything. Uh, but uh, but uh, you have a favorite memory of, um, you know, when you were younger watching a game or something that stands out?
2: Um, well, my friend, actually, her brother got us tickets to um, a game, the NYCFC team in the city. Are they in the city now? Right? I don't know. I think so. But anyway, um, one of my favorite players, David Villa, was supposed to be there, but then he wasn't there, and I was pretty upset about that. But we got pretty good seats, and it was pretty fun to watch.
0: Did you know that he wasn't playing before you showed up?
2: Nope, not at all. So
0: you showed up expecting to see him.
2: Yep, and I was very disappointed.
0: Okay, well that's uh, yeah, that's un- that's kind of like when you talk about you know people going to games to see LeBron and. And, all, you know, and then they show up and they spend all this money for a ticket and then he's not playing, uh, which David Villa is the he's the premier guy. Yeah. Right? He came yeah. over from. Was real? Did he play in the Premier League? I'm, I'm not a big soccer aficionado, but uh, uh, I know he came, he came. I think over, he, he was on Barcelona. He, he was part of he was one of those people that came over from, you know, the the overseas teams trying to make the mls legitimate kind of like what Mm -hmm. david david beckham did Mm and and uh and and all that so all right so thank you for sharing that big you know a little bit different on this show we talk a lot of football you're talking football in a a different sense in the Mm -hmm. european sense so so thank you for doing that but um so let's get down to it here all right okay i'm ready we want to talk about the experience of uh, you know, significant others, and and I looked into this as kind of like a as a gag, um, and and Austin, I mean, you don't usually spend all Sunday watching the games, right? I mean, um, you watch. It depends still, like, on
1: what Sunday it is. It, it's been good lately because the Giants suck, so it's easy to yeah, yeah watch them lose, get depressed, and then not have to watch the rest <laughs> yeah. of the Sunday night slate.
0: Yeah. So I yeah. Typically, I mean, at least for me. If I got nothing else going on, you know, I'll watch the Giants game and then, you know, in the usually Giants play at 1 o'clock unless they're playing the West Coast teams, which is, you know, what, four four games out of the year or typically?
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends. I would say, honestly, this is more of an East Coast problem than a West Coast problem because on the West Coast, you got games starting at 10 a.m.
0: Yeah, you're done. And, <laughs> and I, I honestly, I went on a little training to – uh what was it? Um, New Meg- i was in New Mexico, and the Monday night football started. I believe they're—they're they're not West; they're not Pacific time. They're—they're they're Mountain West, so it's two hours earlier. Difference. So, so. instead of starting at eight thirty, you're starting at six thirty. So the game is over by nine thirty, and you know that was like. You know, Golden. Oh man, Like I can, I, I, you know, I can still do some other stuff before I go to bed instead of passing out while I'm and watching the game. Still, probably get eight hours of sleep. Yeah, exactly. And um, so when the game started, yeah, you're right. I mean, when the game started ten o'clock, uh, you know, Sunday it takes it's it's your whole day is pretty much gone. Um, you know, you wake up, you got to worry about fantasy, you got to get your teams <laughs> in, you got to make sure everything's squared away, and then you sit down there to watch the games. So. Uh, Chrissy, how how big of a football fan are you? Do you sit there and, and watch the games normally? Oh,
2: um, not at all, actually. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: <laughs> I th- I, I, honestly, I was expecting you to say that you enjoy watching the games a little bit because I know you do a little bit of fantasy, right? You,
2: well, yeah, he lets me pick what they're called, donkey picks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> donkey picks, okay. Um, so. we'll, we'll get to some donkey picks in a little bit, but... Um, are you t- you're typically pretty good at that, though. From what I've heard, I mean,
2: I'm um, actually not that bad. Um yeah. I think I've won a couple of times, All well, placed, or whatever. And then he doesn't, and then I get really <laughs> cheerful from that.
0: You rub it in his face a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, what? How do you come about your donkey picks? I'm curious. Like, what, what you, um, when you when you scroll through and you look at the players, what do you look at?
2: Honestly, the pictures just speak to me.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs>
2: right. I don't really have. A, really a so technical is it, is, way of going it about the, it
0: the better looking the guy the sometimes that's that's who you go with
2: sometimes sometimes okay. um sometimes because i know when austin likes to just yell people's names i'm like oh i recognize that name i'll pick that one um okay.
0: so if you're scrolling through and you like and you say let's say you know christian mccaffrey Right. Uh huh. Yeah. So you see Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And you say, "Oh, this guy McCaffrey, he looks pretty good." And Austin makes a noise. Yeah. He like. Well,
2: wasn't he good like, last year? Like, I oh, feel he's like. Be-
0: he's you know he's one of the top guys. But yeah.
2: So yeah. So you
0: take you take cues from Austin. Mm-hmm. If he if yeah. he makes a. And he'll r- tell
2: me if it's like really like ridiculous, like absolutely do not pick that. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. But. Um, usually he just kind of lets me do my thing.
0: So you, I'm trying to visualize it here. So you, mm-hmm. you're going through, you say a name, and then you look at him, or, mm-hmm. you, or you listen.
2: He kind of leaves me alone, honestly, when I'm <laughs> picking. <laughs> okay,
1: that's I think she's t- trying to say more on uh just from being in another room, hearing me yell about someone scoring a <laughs> touchdown that okay. I don't have that week. So it's she'll like, um, she'll put it in her memory bank okay. to All save right. it.
0: All right, so that's yeah, that's uh, sounds like a pretty pretty good way to do it there are people that you swear off at this point you know one weekend and you and somebody screws you over and you're like I'm never picking them again you take that and you're like that's happened to me that's
2: happened to me like I like one week I'll pick someone and then they don't do anything and then I'll pick then I won't pick them and then they'll do amazing
0: yeah I mean usually that's at least in my experience that's how it works
2: yeah it's not Uh, really fair
0: as you can see from my first uh, week of fantasy picks I didn't do too well but um, okay so Just getting in the mind of somebody who doesn't really follow football that often and doesn't do a lot of research I'm curious, you know, I'm sure the research has a lot to do with how well people do in fantasy football but as far as daily fantasy, I'm curious what the uh, relationship is between that because You have people that have no idea and they'll just pick a team and they end up doing well And then you have somebody I like to think that I know a lot and I can't win for shit So I think I've, I you know, I I put I've I've spent probably like two hundred dollars so far in the first two weeks, and I think I've won maybe twelve bucks. So like that's this year, so far in the first two weeks. Oh wow! Yeah yeah wow is right (laughs) wow is right. Uh, So I you know I'm I'm curious because I I put time in and I you know I if I sound bitter it's because I am, but I put time (laughs) I put time in and then, you know some people just pick their team so maybe i should just start picking by how somebody looks or sunday morning i'm gonna come over and i'm gonna say i'm gonna scroll through i'm gonna say somebody's name and i'm gonna wait for austin to make a noise (laughs) and then i know if i should pick that person or not so that's where i'm gonna go from here
2: that sounds Uh, good
0: yeah so um i had you know I, i i looked up some stuff and i'm i'm and you know we're gonna have some fun with this um have you ever thought about spending i mean have you spent a Sunday sitting and, and watching the games? And, and I've been over here many times, and I'm sure, you know, I'm, I remember seeing you, and everybody's yelling at the TV, screaming, you know, we're screaming at each other, uh, you know, having some drinks, having a good time overall, but mm-hmm. it gets pretty intense. Is that yeah. what, what kind of turns you off to the...
2: Uh, uh, definitely, that's definitely one of them. Is uh, it, is
0: it, so it's the yelling?
2: yeah coming from a household that was not very into football at all and a household that you know didn't really watch sports like that, and then just coming here and just hearing a bunch of pigs just yelling <laughs> it was a little uh, a little shock you know right.
0: well i I appreciate the i feel like you could have said something a lot worse there i know I, I, I know I'm a serious <laughs> offender i I get very like i when I watch football and i have a st- and I have a stake in it, and somebody doesn't perform, oh yeah, I feel like it's a personal attack on mm-hmm. me, yeah, that's how I feel, so that's how I take it out on the t v yes, and uh you know money changes things that's why gam- you know gambling it's it's you know you have a stake in the game, daily fantasy is to. you know it can be considered gambling even though it's legalized in more states than gambling is, but All right, so it's the yelling, it's the screaming, it's the drinking, it's the hatred, you know, because everybody's angry. Yeah,
2: yeah, everybody's angry.
0: I mean, I don't remember a time that I've come over here to watch football and people are happy. Like I think there, I think there
2: was. (laughs) I don't think that's ever happened. And it's,
0: yeah. I mean, I just said that, and I haven't really thought about it like that. But I think there was one time that I was here, and I had, uh, you know, a team that I thought was going to do serious you know, do some serious damage. And uh, it all just was pulled away from me. And that sticks in my head. I don't remember what happened that day. I just remember that somebody stole something from me. I'm so sorry. And I I didn't, and and it doesn't feel good. So um, do you have a, you have a biggest win that you had? One of your teams, like, did did you hit for something pretty big or?
2: Mm, That's more Austin, I don't really know
1: uh she maybe hit for like 60 bucks on like the millionaire maker okay so which it's, is a solid
0: team yeah that's you know three times what you put in and i was i was actually gonna ask you austin what uh you i know you've hit for a pretty pretty good amount
1: uh yeah what is it i came in a hundredth in the millionaire maker on kings what was it four or five years ago Yeah. uh cam newton cost me ten thousand dollars how did you?
0: So this is, what I, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you remember he, what this person did to you because that day? He
1: ran in a one yard touchdown instead of giving it to Jonathan Stewart.
0: Oh boy, John, <laughs> Jonathan Stewart, huh?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, who was it? The Giants cost me another ten grand because they tackled. This is a name out of nowhere. Kiri Robinson. He used to be on the yeah, Saints. The Saints running back.
0: Yeah, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I I, I, the, the
1: Giants tackled him and broke his leg at the one. Yep.
0: And yep. he didn't score the touchdown. I remember that. <laughs> I, that wasn't that a Sunday night game? No, that that was when they had
1: they played the Saints that week and it was like 40 it was like 55 to like 49 or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, that was when they I I for some reason that I feel like that was the Sunday night game which they used to have on the old yeah, no, so they had that extra game in there it was Sunday actually night. monday
1: night because i had to wait a whole day that's how oh, ridiculous really? it was okay the panthers game was monday night so you were and s- i still had a player did going you sleep
0: like, no so i that's, was literally up all day so that's 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 what i'm trying to get at like how it, you know like chrissy yes you know he's pacing around like in my i'm trying to i'm trying to visualize what that's like
2: in my when perspective there's, when there's
0: a lot on the line you know like did you just leave him alone did oh yeah you, you just I know to, I
2: know to leave him alone because <laughs> <laughs> if I ask questions he'll just be like you know brush me off saying not now or whatever okay like, yeah so I, right. I learned through the years <laughs>
0: so you learn quickly and now on Sundays yeah. you just kind of leave him leave him be
2: yeah I leave him be but you know in the beginning it was tough like he would just sit there and watch football for like seven hours <laughs> And that was like our only time together, and we've had like you know discussions about it. Um, and now he kind of knows like you can watch your like favorite you know the prime game or whatever, but yeah, he, yeah, yeah. you should hang out with me because Sunday is you know your only day off. So. so you've put
0: you've set some ground rules.
2: Yeah, I had to set some ground rules. Okay, because when when we weren't living together, I just come here and he'd just be watching football all day long and it was like well why am i here (laughs) what's the point you're there Um, for
0: support you need to
2: i didn't know what i was supporting
0: (laughs) supporting his his quest for riches and
2: he didn't make that very clear
0: (laughs) (laughs) um you know i thought it was funny because i'm looking at these articles and you know we've we've hit on a lot of it without actually looking at it because i read through them earlier today but one of the uh you know apparently there's a there's a serious uh you know effect on and again this is i'm not saying that that's the mm-hmm. case here because we're having fun yeah. with it but as i was looking through it there's like a lot of serious you know w- women that are like they just lose the person for basically 24 hours and it's like uh, you know they're cr- they're crying for help on here and people are <laughs> like listen you it's it's on you to make it better mm-hmm. you know it's hey you know you have here uh you know uh let's Lear, you know, learn the game, learn yeah. the basics of the game, so that mm-hmm. you can talk about it. Uh, support their team that you mm-hmm. support the team of your significant other. It's all yep. about. And no, nowhere does it say uh, you know, smash the TV against the wall and <laughs> say we're not watching football on Sundays anymore. It's all uh, you need. I to paid support. for that
2: TV. That's mine.
0: So you're not going to smash it.
2: No, all right. Not so it, he
0: knows that. Yeah. And he's going to take advantage of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now there's a, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, you know, honestly, coming, I thought that you participated in fantasy a little bit more. I didn't know that you just had no interest in it.
2: Well, in the beginning, no. Now I own, I have a, I guess, a little bit in it because I know he's very passionate about it.
0: So you have maybe you've looked at some. Have you subconsciously, you know, looked at some of these articles and said, No, no.
2: I don't actively look for these this information. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. I just, you know, it's what he loves, and I'm not gonna like you know not support him
0: i'm sure if you had something similar he would support you right
2: yeah
0: i feel like this has turned into like a counseling <laughs> i didn't i didn't mean for this to turn into like a you know to, to get that feel which it's not but um yeah we appreciate having you thank you and i uh you know we'll look at the audio i think i think everything went okay i, I really tried to project There you go. it's coming up the sound is popping so i think we're okay but uh Appreciate coming on and giving your perspective. You're welcome. Um, let's go NYCFC. Is that? Uh, uh, yeah. Let's go NYCFC. Yeah, let's right. go. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on, Chrissy. You're and uh, We'll have you on again soon. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, you know, keep playing fantasy. If you win big, we're going to have you on because I need to, obviously, I'm doing something wrong so I can learn from you. Yeah, All I right? agree. So uh, thanks for coming on and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All right, so that was uh, that was Chrissy. That was Austin's significant other, just giving us a little perspective as to um, you know how the other half lives, right? What it's like to deal with me. <laughs> what, it's, what it's like to deal with Austin, and then look at the bigger picture. Of that's probably just how most men are in general. You know, I was surprised to see that forty five percent of the fans of the NFL are actually women. I think that that's a little bit uh, that might be a little bit fudged. inflated. Uh, yeah, a little bit inflated, but um, you know, I'd say. Football pro- probably has the biggest following of females, right? I mean, um, it's so popular. I don't know. There's, there's
1: some of those female hockey fans are very passionate and knowledgeable. Oh,
0: passion! Passion, yes, probably would go to another sport. But as far as you know, people that actually invest time in watching, yeah, uh, I,
1: I guess I would probably it, agree with you. And it might just
0: be sheer numbers. There's just more football fans you know across the globe then and especially
1: in like ones. southern states where like colleges are big obviously yeah yeah those women are brought up in a household where every saturday and sunday this is what we watch
0: yeah that's true it's it's interesting to think about but uh uh we appreciate that insight from Chrissy and we're going to get to our uh we're going to get to our regular show here um similar to what we did last week we're going to start off and recap uh, how we did with our picks against the spread. So you want to recap that for us, Austin?
1: Hey, um, we both actually went 3-2 and two and both hit our double down. And uh, you were up 70 for the week, and that brings your total to two weeks of you're down 50 bucks now. Yep, down
0: 50, yep. And what, you're 5-5 your, and
1: five overall. What was your double down? Mine was the Rams against the Eagles, and they oh, yeah, slaughtered yeah, yeah. them.
0: Yeah, that was – what was up with that line? I mean, uh, that how how much worse could that have been off? That I, was,
1: I saw a stat where Sean McVay is actually – well, now he's going to be 5-0 and oh against the spread uh, at 1 o'clock games on the East Coast. Yeah,
0: I remember carrying over from um, – he's been what? That's, this is his third year as the head coach?
1: That is correct.
0: Okay, so, yeah, he's got – normally you see it the other way where – The team coming from the West Coast playing at one o'clock has a little bit of a a hangover, but uh, he his team seems to have no issue with that, and it doesn't hurt that they're playing Philly, who I think is lost right now. I think people are starting to see that they're they're having some issues. They, uh, you know, the first first game against Washington, they scored seventeen. This game, they scored nineteen. So their offense can't get moving. Uh, Defense isn't playing well. Gave up twenty seven points in the second half to Washington, and now. Would they give a thirty-seven in this one? Yeah, they got so basically the last by the game Rams and a half. Offense. Yeah, the last game Hague and a half.
1: had three touchdowns alone.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was kind of a weird, weird line. I'm not really sure where that came from, but you know, we set it on here. Jump on it, get it yeah. before it moves. I don't know if it really moved that much. <laughs> I, it
1: really didn't, honestly.
0: But uh, you know, I think people got enamored with, hey, it's a West Coast team coming to the East Coast, which you know I've I've brought up multiple times, but. The Philly just looks so bad in, week, in the second half of week one. I don't know how they could have been a favorite, whether they're home, away, playing on the moon. It doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: it's not like you got those Philly fans. If anything, those Philly fans might be worse for the Eagles. They're lucky they're not there.
0: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> probably a good point. Um, so overall in the season, you're 6-4, and four, correct?
1: That is correct.
0: All right, and, I'm, and I got back to 500. I'm 5-5 five and five now, so uh, let's keep it rolling into uh, week three. I know... Uh, well, I broke.
1: I know I broke the unit mark, so I'm happy. You'd be up 140 with me.
0: You're up 140 over the first two weeks. Yeah, okay. and that's again. That's if you put a uh, hundred, which is one unit. You put a hundred dollars on it on the games that that we're uh, throwing out there for you. So Austin would be up 140 for me. You'd be down 50, but. Um, you know, I mean it's week two. Yeah, so there's plenty. I'll take it while I can get it. And I'll tell you, hey, the last like six weeks of last year, I was, mm-hmm. I was cooking, I was on fire, and and that's when we were picking every game. So it takes me a little bit to get going, but once I get going, you'll be happy that you stuck with me. Um, so those, that's the recap for week two. Uh, I had the G-Men plus five and a half, Falcons plus four and a half, uh, and the Ravens minus seven. Those are my three wins. Uh, the G- the Giants, um, you know, lost in typical fashion. Yep. Couldn't get it done at the end of the game. Um, the Falcons, I took them plus four and a half. They should have won the damn game, but I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell their problem is. Uh, and then uh, my two losses were Washington and the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs uh, seem to be surprised by Herbert.
1: Oh playing. no! You you're the Titans. I I got the Chiefs.
0: Uh, yep. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep, I took it off of my, my notes <laughs> last week. So I had the Titans, and the, uh, but same same type of deal. I mean, the Titans had it locked up. They were I, up by 14 or something like that. And or just, 13, and they just...
1: The Jags are that feisty team that's going to get the extra points cause, from the spread because everyone thinks they're horrible, but they're just going to stick around in games.
0: Yeah, I think the Titans just wanted goskowski to have another <laughs> shot to win the game because that's two weeks in a row now where he's struggled and then the end of the game and this was a 49 yarder first one was 25 you gotta make that week one but 49 <laughs> yarder uh to win it and the titans go to 2-0 and so i apologize yep you had the chiefs i had the titans and that was actually our head-to-head so you're 2-0 and in uh in head-to-head games right now yes i am so that's uh something to improve on for me uh as well but um anything else you want to touch on with that
1: Uh No, I'll just run down my picks from last week. I had the Rams plus one as my double down, which, you know, I I was on that game. I thought the Rams were going to kill them. I had Carolina plus nine. They had a solid chance to, uh, you know, backdoor cover at the end, but they got tackled at the three-yard line. McCaffrey got hurt. That basically killed that bet. I had the Chiefs minus eight and a half, which, oh, my God. I don't know what happened yeah. in that game. They just. Well,
0: I think it was the the Herbert factor of they, they weren't. They
1: didn't prepare. The doctor puncturing the lung of uh, yeah, Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> I just saw
0: a um, a note that the NFLPA is now investigating uh, because that you, obviously is a is an is an issue.
1: Do you think it was an assassination attempt? <laughs> <laughs> is Dean, in, Dean Spano still the owner out there? Yeah, do you think yeah, he yeah. paid off the doctor saying,
0: yeah. "Do it if do it." If it felt good, yes, he did. <laughs> he looked like he had a good connection with Keenan Allen, and uh, I, I. How can they go back now? I mean, that's a Chiefs team, which you know they get after the quarterback, and uh, but he he just he just played well. He went toe to toe with Mahomes, had a chance to win the game, couldn't pull it out, but yeah,
1: I'm just a little worried about because you know the Chiefs prepared for everything. Tyrod Taylor was going to run, yeah. And you got Herbert that just comes out of nowhere. And it doesn't sound like it'd be that big of a difference, but it definitely does with the amount of tape these teams watch now.
0: Yeah. No, it definitely is. If you prepare all week for one thing and then something else gets thrown at you and you have to adjust on the fly, they they didn't make that decision until like right before the game started.
1: I think they said two minutes before the game.
0: Yeah. So when you have to adjust like that, I mean – that's tough. I don't. It doesn't matter how good you are if you have to change the entire you know way that you were planning to go about the game uh, right beforehand. That's that's going to be tough for anybody. So the Chiefs still pull out the win and go to two and zero. Oh, uh, but Herbert looked good, and you said you hit your double down, correct? So yeah, that
1: was the Rams. Um, I had the Seahawks minus four, and then I won the head to head with the Jags.
0: All right, so that's uh. I had I had the same situation. I hit the double down. That was that was the Ravens for me at minus seven. I think they won by seventeen, um, and then the Falcons and the G Men. So that was four points for me, four points for you. You win the head to head, so you get an extra point. So you win the week five to four, uh, and we'll keep track of that as we go on. Um, I just thought of that now. The head to head, we'll give it to uh, you know if if all things if all things are equal, you get an extra point. Now Whoever wins the head-to-head will win the week. Yep, that's uh, if if it's tied, if, <laughs> if all if all other things are tied, the head-to-head uh, is the tiebreaker. So we'll go about it like that. So five points for you, four points for me on the week. Uh, still a good week overall if you followed our picks, um, and uh, and we'll go from there. So let's jump into the winners and losers. Yeah, we'll go to the winners and losers. Uh, Of
1: week two in the NFL Why don't you
0: give me me your top winner of the week?
1: It's going to be the actual NFL because the future is bright with these young quarterbacks. I mean, Burrow looked amazing on a nationally televised game. Everyone thought he's the real deal in the NFL. He's going to have a long career. Then you have Kyler Murray is putting up MVP numbers. Right yep. now. Yep. And I wasn't as high on him, but uh, he clearly looks like he's made huge strides year two. I mean, Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. And he even looks a lot better throwing the ball this year. Yep. Not just doing it on the ground. And then uh, the young studs just balled out. I mean, Roger Goodell's going to be licking his lips at all these marketable quarterbacks coming up.
0: Oh, You wish the Giants had, like, one of those guys, like... Yeah. I think Daniel Jones has potential But he
1: He doesn't have that swag yeah, he That doesn't have, factor
0: Exactly It's like You know and, and you can make the argument That Eli didn't either I Yeah mean, this they, is very true You know they said that It's literally like It was a clone
1: Eli light Yeah Like and the clone's just a little bit off
0: Eli but faster Like that <laughs> And more athletic Like that's That's basically who Daniel Jones is Which is fine I have no problem with that but you have to like win and you know the giants the giants are have scored 29 points in their first two games and their offense with know barkley got hurt but they played without barkley for a lot of last year so in my mind they should be used to that by now and to lose uh you know to, to score 16 points week one and 13 points week two yeah you're going up against some good defenses but they got to figure out a way to score more points because their defense is actually playing well.
1: Yeah, um, the moves on defense actually look like they're paying off. James Bradbury looks pretty solid at corner. Blake Martinez is just making tackles.
0: That's all he does. Really, yeah, he's, just, he's a tackle machine. Uh, Logan Ryan. I yeah, mean, they they have a they have a respectable defense now, and their D line has usually been pretty good at stopping the run. Uh, the pass rush is still
1: questionable Question, best.
0: yes and so you'd like to see that but uh that was a little segue into bashing on daniel jones for a second uh and it's, i'm i'm it's interesting that you brought up the nfl as a winner and we'll, we'll talk about that in, in a couple minutes here but um my biggest winner this week and it's tough to say was actually uh the dallas cowboys because they were on the brink of going to zero and two, and having everybody talk about how they're going to have another lost season, Prescott grow, you know throws for four fifty. They come back in the last few minutes, and uh, and end up winning forty to thirty nine. The Falcons, I don't know what even to say about them anymore. I don't know how Quinn still has a job.
1: It's this is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called choking.
0: Yep, and it seems they do like very well. Seems like they've done it ever since the Super Bowl. <laughs> they can't seem to uh, get out of their own way, and Prescott took advantage of that. Elliott had a good game. Um, I think Prescott had two rushing touchdowns. He actually leads the league in touchdown. Run, uh, yeah, no, he had three right? rushing
1: touchdowns. Yeah, three.
0: All right, so that he has three rushing <laughs> touchdowns on the season, and he he's alone at the top of the uh, (laughs) leaderboards for rushing touchdowns. So he has that going for him. Uh, But they needed that because if the score score stayed the way that it was, uh, everybody would be ripping on them right now, talking about how they're, you know, a big disappointment. (laughs) So they at least get rid of that for another week, and it doesn't get easier. They're going into Seattle. Now
1: they get Seattle. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so they needed this one. Because things could have gotten gone could have downhill very quickly. So <laughs> in my mind, they got they got what they needed. They're a big winner this week. Um, give me another one of your uh, biggest winners. We'll do uh, we'll do another one each before we move on to uh, the losers.
1: Yeah. Um, the Raiders, honestly, are they better than we thought they were? Are they
0: who they are? They who we thought they were?
1: <laughs> I mean, they're two and zero. They have a solid run game. Derek Carr looks like he's playing better this year. And he's actually trying to throw the ball downfield a little bit.
0: Yeah, he took a lot of shots, uh, and it helps to have a guy like Ruggs who runs a four three forty.
1: Yes, that is. Uh, Rugs looks like a star, by the way.
0: The, the Raiders love their fast wide receivers, <laughs> but this guy can actually play.
1: Yeah, he's actually so, a skilled wide receiver and can run routes uh, and do just about everything. But yeah,
0: uh, no, the the Raiders look great. Uh, I, could, uh, I could.
1: Their defense is still a question mark to me, but. Honestly, just being two and zero, uh, they got a shot at that third wild card spot. Whatever they call it now, I don't even yeah, know what they're going to yeah. call it. Uh,
0: well, they're tied with the Chiefs right now, two and zero in the West. Uh, it looks like that might be a two horse race. The other two teams are zero and two. Um, the Chargers, I think, are in a better position. I, you know, you talk about injuries. the The Broncos just lost Court um, Courtland Sutton. Yeah, the Absolutely. Broncos are a
1: walking and, and plague Drew, right
0: now. Drew Locke has an AC joint sprain. We've seen that be a problem for quarterbacks obviously. So, well, they already
1: said at least 4 to 6 weeks, if not more. For Locke? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh so yeah, so they're in trouble. Chargers are are growing uh you know, I don't know if it was so much that the Raiders played really well or the Saints just played terribly because uh, you know, that was tough. Saints come out, you know, they're up seven, you know, 10 nothing. Seventeen seven, and then just can't figure it out. Like they,
1: they gave up what twenty seven
0: unanswered. I think it was. They gave yeah. They gave up twenty seven unanswered points before. Um, before actually, you know, just letting them take up all the time. The clock management. Like I don't understand. There's five minutes left in the game. You're down two touchdowns. Why are you huddling? Like there <laughs> were so many. There were so many things I saw that were wrong with that the way that the Saints executed at the end of the game and that, and, and honestly I think that interception that he threw was I don't think <laughs> I don't think he saw him because honestly I think he blended into the field.
1: You really think that? I you do. You did text us this. I do. Yeah,
0: I did. And because I watched it again and I'm like where he was standing at the <laughs> time like his his the black and the black and silver on the logo matched like, up perfectly it <laughs> just matched just up perfectly. I'm like so that, you know, I saw that, and I'm like, all right, maybe you give him a break for that. But he missed some wide-open guys. So you think
1: teams should just start having someone lay down on the logo and then just pop up just mid-play? Just pop up,
0: yeah. Why not? <laughs> have, like, a, you know, a lot of teams are playing, like, the 4-2-5 now. They're playing with five D-backs. Just have that, you know, th- <laughs> fifth guy lay down. And just start all, laying down on the ground. He lays there. He'll, he'll try <laughs> to read the quarterback's eyes, and he'll jump up and then uh, <laughs> and run over there. But, um, but yeah, I mean— you You brought up the old quarterbacks last week. Uh, Brady's still
1: yeah you, know, he, yeah, you he, see flashes, but then he, you see other flashes.
0: He was better than week one, but he obviously got helped out with fournette, who we'll talk about you you were right on right on with that pick. Um, you know, Philip Rivers looked okay. Uh, the Colts got a big win. Bre- I think mean, it was
1: more that they just ran the ball down yeah. the Vikings throat. Then. Yeah, there's
0: Vikings couldn't stop anybody. Um you know Breeze looked like he's getting old and yeah, he to, and he's answering questions about it now they they were asking him about his age and he said he feels good but I mean I'm surprised we didn't see more of Taysom Hill when they didn't score for like yeah, 35 minutes
1: that gimmicky play calling really didn't I mean he he was obviously hurt by the Michael Thomas injury but still have Emmanuel Sanders who just disappeared I think he had one catch 15 yards that's and it, it wasn't until the fourth quarter the Tra- last drive of know, the game
0: Traquan Smith had a good game um, they don't really have like a. they don't have a, a, a starting tight end um, Kamara Kamara did his thing he carried the team he couldn't have done anymore um, so yeah I mean Michael Thomas missing is obviously a big deal but the way they started off the game it was like all right you know we're we're feeling pretty good about this and then they just couldn't figure it out after that. He just Sean Payton just got out coached by John Gruden. And yeah. I love seeing John Gruden <laughs> on the sideline. Apparently now they're fining teams uh, for not wearing the mask.
1: Yeah, it's 2k to the coaches.
0: Yeah. So I guess they they handed out four fines or something like that uh, to teams and coaches. Was, yeah, this, it was this five placement.
1: fines and I'm sure Gruden... Gruden both, they both got him on Monday night.
0: Yeah. So, and they even said in the broadcast, they when they brought that up, they were like, all right, well, you know... Uh, they're obviously getting in. We're expecting to have more fines come down the line. Uh, and I don't think that, you know... Try telling John Gruden (laughs) that he has to wear that the whole time.
1: I mean, John Gruden's contract and he can pay those fines. Maybe some of these (laughs) other head coaches might not be able to. He's getting ten million a year. I mean, yeah, ten million a year for
0: ten years. Yeah, that's uh, that's a (laughs) and that's (laughs) a guaranteed money baby. Yeah, that's that's what the Raiders do. They go. (laughs) You know, you can't you can't get on them for not spending money. They spend money. It just typically isn't in the right places. Um, But yeah, I'll give you one more winner here before we go to the losers. Um you know it was kind of an interesting pick but I actually went with uh, Nick Chubb.
1: Okay. Because I like that pick. I they mean actually, he actually he, he ran the ball.
0: They yeah. actually, you know, look at what happens when you give him the ball. I know it was against the Bengals defense. But how many games have we seen where he's av- he's averaging like 6 yards a carry and they just stop giving him the ball? And I hope that after this game he went to the coaching staff and said see what happens when you give me the ball i'm actually a pretty good running back you know uh he had 22 carries for 124 yards and two touchdowns the, the browns still tried to give the game away at the end
1: and they, they did <laughs> browns things i mean that was on mayfield you can't throw that pick there
0: no but that i mean again it's like uh, you know and, and i didn't i actually shut the game off i i had a bet on that game i had uh i did a par- i think i did a parlay of uh I had the over and the Browns. You know what? No, I I actually don't. I think it was just a straight. I, th- I think it was just a straight uh, over. And so I, I, f- I felt pretty good. So I I shut the game off because I didn't need to watch it anymore. They can't they can't take away points. <laughs> so once I once I hit the over, I was like, All right, I'm pretty much done with this. So I shut it off. But. Um, and then I looked at the game the next day, and it was 35-30. I'm like, so the, the Bengals actually mm-hmm. ended up covering because they yeah. were, uh, I think they were a five and a half point, yeah, or six so. and a half point point underdog. Uh, so if you had the Bengals, you know, that was a nice little backdoor cover for you. And Burrow looks great, uh, which you talked about. But, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, look at what happens when you give the guy the ball. And, uh, you know, so I hope, I hope to see that going forward because I, I think Nick Chubb is a very good player. And it's frustrating to see Mayfield throw pick after pick after pick. It's like, you know, just give the guy the ball and and let him do his thing. Um, So let's go to biggest losers. Let's hit on a couple of these. Why don't you give me your biggest loser?
1: I alluded to it in in my opening. uh, Team NFL doctors. We had seven torn ACLs last week. Uh, You had the Chargers doctor literally puncturing the starting quarterback's lung with a needle.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, what else is there to say? I mean, we knew injuries would be coming because there was no preseason. A lot of these guys really didn't get acclimated to hitting in camp because you can only hit, what is it, like five total days of camp or something. Yeah, it's You're allowed it's like nine much. pads, padded practices, and like five hitting practices. But... I mean, it was like Ray Ramirez at the Mets, <laughs> yeah. team doctor. For I should never know the name of a team doctor.
0: For those of you who don't know Ray Ramirez, he is—he was the team doctor of the Mets. when For
1: what, 20 years? Very long and time. Every... And the,
0: the amount of oblique injuries that occurred, it was just <laughs> out of control. And I don't know where he is now.
1: It, people, He would put people on the injury report. He would tell... Uh, whatever manager was always oh, hurt. And then you would never see that guy for six to eight months and you'd have no idea why no updates on anything.
0: They just disappear. Yeah. So, I, uh, you know, that that's, that's who we were referencing. Um, I actually, I had the NFL as the biggest loser as well. So that's why I was interested when you said that, uh, you know, they were the biggest winner, obviously for a different reason. Um, but yeah, I mean the injuries you had, uh, Bosa on the 49ers, um, you had... Barkley. Barkley. You had Sutton, who we talked about. Malik Hooker tore his ACL, or his Achilles. Achilles, yes, um, he was Achilles. So you had all these injuries mounting up. I think there were seven...
1: Seven ACLs. Seven, yeah, seven but, ACLs, which is the
0: most of any week ever in the mm-hmm. NFL, which I would hope that is because that's a ton. But it wasn't just the fact that it was seven ACLs. It was seven ACLs of... Key players, key players that are going to be a uh, you know integral part of the season, yeah. and and on top of that, you see McCaffrey with the ankle sprain. You see, um, who who do I?
1: Uh, Michael Thomas has a high ankle yeah, sprain. Thomas. So
0: and Garoppolo
1: has a high ankle sprain.
0: So if you have you know I've been lucky I have with uh, our good friend Jerry and we. Haven't been hit by this yet uh, well like, you know
1: you just cursed your team
0: people hey, well yeah okay but you know people are just dropping like flies and it's like all right if somebody's out six weeks, I mean that's that's a big deal because you know fantasy you know you usually it's a fantasy season is 14 or fifteen weeks because once you get to the yeah. end of the season it starts to get a little crazy but you know that's a that's almost half the season that you don't have to worry about a team having that player. So, you know, we feel pretty good about it right now.
1: I mean, the one good thing that the NFL did was this new IR spot where you can put, instead of only designating one player to return, now it's three games, which I think was yes. real smart. And yeah. I'm surprised they never thought of it earlier.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's new this year. And that's... It was uh,
1: more of a COVID response, to be honest, instead of like a real injury thing. But
0: Yeah, because, you know, if somebody got the virus, you could put them on there and... Hope that they're better in a couple weeks, and then they test negative, and you can have them back. And it's not an eight-week thing, which it previously was. Uh, so I agree with that. Definitely a good thing that they did that, um, and that helps people like you know the Jets with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, not that anything is going to help the Jets at this <laughs> point, but you know Le'Veon Bell gets injured week one; he'll be back week f- four uh, or week five because of this new rule, and he'll still be there for a good chunk of the season. Um, but Let's um, did you have another loser you want to throw out there before we move on?
1: Honestly, the NFC East.
0: Okay, I can't argue with that.
1: <laughs> um, you'll be lucky if a team goes nine and seven to win that division. This could be an eight and eight year as the division winner. We yeah. thought it was bad last year in the division. I think it's worse this year.
0: I, I saw an article today about um, how now with the new wild card rules that potentially. Four, all four NFC West teams are going to make
1: there's definitely the playoffs. a shot I mean the 49ers have to overcome some injuries
0: <laughs> yeah and I think I think they will um but obviously the Cardinals starting off 2 and 0 Rams 2 and 0 uh they're going to beat up on each other eventually but and the Seahawks you know, you are 2 and 0 you know if the worst team in the division is 9 and 7 8 and 8 you know there's a good there's a good chance that all four of those teams make the playoffs and then you look at the other divisions NFC Sox NFC North uh, the, the Lions, Vikings, suck. Lions, the Lions Vikings suck. and the bears are, the bears are two and Oh, but yeah, I don't know how uh, they don't how look, look like a great two and Oh, uh, the Packers are going to run away with that. But, uh, and then the South with the Panthers who are, zero and two the bucks, uh, the saints, who knows what they like. There's so many questions. You look at the NFC West and you know, all right, the, C- the Seahawks are for real. The Rams are for real. The Cardinals are a nice surprise. Um, and the 49ers had Super Bowl aspirations before the season started. So yeah, I mean, the they division. literally
1: made the Super Bowl last year.
0: Yeah, you could say those those four teams could potentially be legit, and uh, you can't say that about the rest of the league. So um, with that, let's move to uh, how our how our fantasy DFS picks, picks. All right, so we'll move on to that.
1: Hey, uh, from the previous week, I'm going to give you the win here. Really? Yes, That's, because I had some garbage picks.
0: I I mean I had some garbage picks as well. I'm curious. Let's let's compare.
1: Uh, okay. Um. I had Aaron Rodgers as my lock. He went off for 19.2. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Should have done better, but to be honest, I got up.
0: They were up too eight. many points. So yeah. the game
1: flow. Screwed and Adams
0: up. Adams got hurt. So
1: yeah, that that hurt a lot. Um, and my sleeper for quarterback was Kirk Cousins with a solid 1.52 points, which really? is pretty impressive to do as a quarterback that low.
0: That I did not.
1: He had a 0.0, 0 passer rating. Uh,
0: I don't have <laughs> anything to say about that. I was not aware. Yeah, that, you were stunned into silence. I was that not how aware that that was the case. Was. Uh, yeah, that is terrible. Uh, that is the only word to describe it.
1: Yeah, so uh, you definitely won the quarterback and that's, position, and that's
0: right after Minshew <laughs> just threw for, you know, he he went to town on that Colts defense.
1: Yeah, uh, nineteen for twenty.
0: Yeah, and wow, that's yeah. All right, uh, so so I'll take I'll take the quarterback position. Uh, Josh Allen was my lock. He was the third third highest uh, scoring quarterback. 34.48 points He had 417 passing yards 4 touchdowns uh, Had to do a little bit of work at the end of the game To pull out the win But fantasy wise He uh, performed He's been Solid he's, he's he's uh starting quarterback of my fantasy team <laughs> And I could not be more thankful um, My sleeper was Garoppolo He got hurt So he didn't finish the game uh, He finished with 13.24 points Um they didn't really have a reason to do – he had two passing touchdowns while he was in the game. But, but, they, but they that ran game it all was over, over.
1: literally – was first it the play first play of play the game? game with the 80-yard yard touchdown. rushing yeah. touchdown? they
0: ran – you know, the 49ers ran for 180 yards. That's what they want to do. And when they're in that situation where they're just beating up on you, they're just going to run the ball. Um, so Garoppolo, you know, like I said, he got hurt, but uh, they didn't really need him in that game anyway. Scored 13 points as a sleeper, which – uh, obviously, that's not good enough, but better than one point two. Yeah, definitely a lot so better. I'll take that. Um, let's go over to running back.
1: And this was the only position I hit on, and I hit it pretty well.
0: Yeah. What, you, you, uh, what do you had? Fournette in there.
1: Elliot was my lock, who went off for twenty three point two. Should have had more, but uh, Dax stole three rushing touchdowns from the one yard line from Yeah. And Fournette killed it. Had over a hundred yards rushing. And he finished with 30.6 points.
0: He had two touchdowns. Let's throw some catches in there as well? Yeah, one or two. Okay. A few catches. So he he definitely helped out Brady. Um, and that's that's going to be the key for Brady is having that running game. The last few years in uh, in New England, he really didn't have that. No,
1: uh, Sony Michel does not look good as no, a he running does back. Not.
0: Um, so for my running back uh, picks, I... My lock was Derrick Henry, and he was such a disappointment. Uh, I had him in pretty much everything because, you know, he was basically like the your, your trap play of the week. Like, if you had him, you know, he was a lot of money to put on your team because everybody expected him to go off. He had 25 carries for 84 yards, didn't have any catches. Uh, saw- four points, yep. And uh, Tannehill, you know, Threw four touchdowns in that game.
1: You would think if they're putting up, what was it, 33 points? They won 33 of yeah. 30. Yeah. That Derrick Henry has four touchdowns.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, he just, you know, throw like a 75 <laughs> yarder in there uh, against Jacksonville's defense. He couldn't, he just couldn't get anything going. And uh, it was, it was very frustrating. I kept looking at him like, is he hurt? Like, what's going on? And then I see he has 20, 25 carries. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's like what you want to get him. You want to get him 25 rushes. But he only had 84 yards, no touchdowns, no nothing. So, uh, very disappointing. My sleeper pick did okay. Antonio Gibson from Washington. He had 12.2 points. Uh, You know, we saw him, you know, as a rookie, they're trying to integrate him slowly into the offense. He had 14 touches, uh, 13 of them rushes, one catch, and uh, he did have an 11 yard touchdown run. So, he he ended with 12.2 points, which. You know, isn't bad. I think he was in the... He was 4,500 yeah, range. Yeah, he was or in something.
1: the low forward range. Yeah, so
0: you're getting almost three times, which is pretty good for, uh, for a cheapy pick. So, um, you know, I took that as a, as a win. Let's move to wide receiver. How'd you do on wide receiver?
1: I did uh, horrible. Uh, Devontae Adams got hurt. Uh, pulled hamstring. Supposedly they said he could have came back if it was a playoff game, but why waste them when they're up 20 points? It's gonna be a long season. Yeah. So he finished with six point six, and then uh, T Boy Hilden uh, dropped like a forty yard touchdown pass, wide open, and he finished with five point eight, three catches for like twenty eight yards.
0: Uh, you know who else dropped a forty plus yard touchdown pass was Julio Jones too. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those, those big guys that you're spending money on, you don't you hate to see that because that's like, you know, those are opportunities that can't go to waste. Um. So, yeah, that was a, that was pretty tough for wide receiver. Hilton does not look good. Uh, I don't know no, what it is. No, he has no
1: connection with
0: the he had, he had multiple drops week one, like big drops, and now he drops a touchdown. So uh, my wide receiver picks, both of them were from the Cowboys, actually. I had Amari Cooper as my lock, and he had six catches for 100 yards. So, you know, he did hit the bonus on DraftKings, finished with 19 points. Um, no touchdowns, which – When you put up 40 points, Mm -hmm. you know again, kind of took away Prescott, kind of took away from that because he had three rushing touchdowns, Um, and then my sleeper pick was CD Lamb, who actually outscored my lock uh, because he had he had the same amount of catches, he had six catches, but he had 106 yards, (laughs) so he got that point six more. Um, So you know, CD Lamb, he was a little bit on the cheaper end still. Uh, he's, he's probably going to get a bump up because he had two good games in a yeah, row. Yeah,
1: I would assume he's going to have a nice price jump.
0: Yeah, and uh, Amari Cooper, I think he was in the mid-sixes, so he wasn't crazy. He still got about three times, and um, so I was okay with both of those. You, I wanted more out of Amari Cooper, but CeeDee Lamb as a, as a nice uh, side pick was uh, was uh, was good. So let's move to tight end, and then we'll finish it up with defense.
1: Yeah, um, I locked Mark Andrews, who uh, actually did nothing in the game. He had 3.9 points, so that was a bad pick. But then uh, my sleeper, Dalton Schultz, killed it with uh, a 22.8, which I was very happy with.
0: Yeah, I liked him this week, uh, starting for the Cowboys because of the injury to Blake Jarwin.
1: I mean, that game flow really helped him big because they basically needed to throw it what from the second quarter on the whole game?
0: Yeah, and he looks good. I mean, he looks like he he can catch the ball. And what, what were his final stats? You have him?
1: Um, I don't have him on me, but, but uh, twenty
0: two points. So
1: he had a touchdown. Okay. I think it was six catches, sixty yards or something.
0: Okay, so that's,
1: I'll get hey, those final numbers up in a, one second. That's
0: a solid game. Um, nice sleeper pick. My tight end picks this week were just awful. Uh, I had Goddard. Who had four catches for 30 yards and seven points uh the the eagles we talked about can't get anything going offensively goddard's like the one guy who seems to uh you know get that get those looks from carson wentz carson wentz loves him did nothing in this game uh and then my sleeper pick was uh oj howard who i went back to from from the previous week and he did nothing as well uh 2.1 Two point one points on yards, and I just put here. Can't trust old QBs anymore <laughs> because uh, you know they're not throwing as much, or you know they can't. Uh, you know, th- and I and I looked at I looked at this game, and the you know the Bucks put up thirty one points. Gronkowski didn't have a catch. Uh, OJ Howard had it. one catch. Mike Evans was the beneficiary of Godwin being out, and I thought that you know I guess the Panthers. You know I I, I don't know. I just thought OJ Howard was gonna be, you know, uh, you know, he'd be Brady's option
1: because Brady yeah. loves tight ends, and yeah. let's be honest, Gronk looks done. Yeah,
0: he just he looks. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch too much of the game, but just looking at Week One, he just looked like he looks like he looks like he's gonna break. But
1: yeah, it's just it's like he's if, a different body type since he lost all that weight.
0: Yeah, he looks he looks skinny. Uh, it looks like if he got hit he would break in half like he's still a huge guy but he just doesn't move like he used to so um you know but we'll see I mean it's the second game Brady you know no preseason no pre- uh no real training camp and uh, Brady's still getting into it so we'll see how it goes from here but let's finish up with defense before we move on to uh week 3
1: Hey um I have the Bills who oh my god it was ugly I can't believe they gave up Twenty-eight points to the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, and then the Rams defense. I was on that game. I figured the Eagles' old line was banged up, and uh, I was right. The Rams finished with seven points.
0: Okay, so that's that's a nice sleeper pick. Uh, lock for me was Pittsburgh. Yeah. They were one of the top defenses this week. They had thirteen points. Uh,
1: Anytime your defense scores a touchdown, you're a top defense.
0: Yeah, they had twenty. They gave up 21 points, uh, but they had seven sacks. So <laughs> that makes up for a lot of that. And uh, my sleeper pick was Washington. They only had four points, uh, which, depending on how the rest of you can deal with that from a defense, but they gave up 30 points, had three sacks and a pick. Uh, just too many points. That's, you know, you can... You want sacks. Three of them is good. You had the pick, um, but the points allowed is what kills you, for the for the defense. Because the way the DraftKings scores it, it's you know,
1: ten for a shutout, and then if you give up seven yeah. points, you drop all the way down to yeah. four so points. So you lose fifty
0: percent mm-hmm. of your you know your points right off the bat after you give up one touchdown. So uh, that is that's the wrap for week two. Um, pretty rough week. I know you said that you know uh, you. You, I, you I would gave, give it you, gave you me over the win me. but uh, it's it was just a rough week all the way around. Yeah, uh, um, uh, I'll say that. So um let's move let's let's look forward uh, positive outlook onto week 3 and we're going to move on to uh let's actually stick with fantasy.
1: Yeah, let's, let's just jump right into our uh DFS picks this right, week. so
0: yeah, let's get to uh our week 3 fantasy picks. And uh, let's have you – you can start us off here. Who are your lock and sleeper at quarterback?
1: Hey, um, well, I think I'm going to go with uh, Russell Wilson as my uh, lock at quarterback here.
0: Can't go wrong with that.
1: No, um, he's been killing it this season. He had, uh, what was it, another three touchdowns against the uh, – Patriots va- yep. vaunted secondary and yep. he just they, looks so. Good. They look good. He's, the Seahawks he's so good. look good. So I mean, good. he's the highest priced quarterback this week. at seventy three hundred on DraftKings, but uh,
0: you got to pay up for.
1: They're playing Dallas. I mean, he's gonna throw the ball all over the place. Atlanta was running all over them.
0: Yeah, Dal- Dallas. I, Dallas. Their secondary leaves a lot to be desired, and I know that everyone's talking about their D line and. You know the, how how you know how they you know uh, increase the uh, you know the yeah, quarterback. The, press. They got, you know they yeah. got Alden Smith. They got uh, um, Lawrence. Obviously, is a big time player. They brought in um, who they who they bring in at d tackle like Dontari Poe or something like that. Uh,
1: they brought in McCoy, but uh, uh, yeah. he's hurt.
0: So so they. You know they they put together this D line to get after the quarterback and they give up forty points to the Falcons, uh, where a game where Julio Jones doesn't really do anything.
1: No, he had a wide open touchdown, and to be honest, now looking back at it, that seals the game, and yeah, there's no shot for them to come back.
0: Yeah, so the, I mean, Russell Wilson's gonna have a day uh, for sure. What's your who's your sleeper?
1: My sleeper is gonna be. Uh, I hate to do it. I'm gonna regret it. Don't Carson Wentz. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Daniel Jones. No, no, right. no, no.
0: Carson Wentz, and uh, who who are they playing this week? They're playing the
1: Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Yeah, they've
1: given up. What was it, thirty-five last week to the Browns? I mean, they played we well won. against the Chargers,
0: but it's Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Sorry. And who knows what was going on with it? Maybe he was hurt at that point too.
1: Yeah, I mean, he did have an injury. That's why they're injecting him. But yeah. Wentz on the season is only thrown for two touchdowns, four picks. But they have to win this game, the Eagles. Yeah. And, I mean, Jalen Rager just was listed as out. So that hurts. But he's going to have to work on those tight ends. Those tight ends are going to have to come up big for him. Got it, and it hurts. So yeah, uh, I'm going Wentz as my sleeper.
0: Yeah, I mean – uh, the, what concerns me is the the weapons, uh, and you brought it up. I mean, Rieger's out. I don't know what's going on with Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, uh, there's always something with Alshon Jeffrey. You know, they brought Miles Sanders back this week, and he looked good. So, uh, you know, maybe they try to run the ball a little bit more. But um, Open up yeah. that play-action pass. Which he's very good at. So, you know, that, that'll be something to watch. Uh, my lock this week for quarterback is Kyler Murray, 6,800 on DraftKings. He's averaging thirty points, uh, fantasy points per game so far. And Detroit defense has been awful, uh, especially the last five quarters or so, going back to the Bears and then the Packers. Um, and he's averaging eighty rushing yards per game. So yeah, um, that's that's some pretty serious uh, points. Yeah, you know, supplement that you're getting, um, and he does have a rushing touchdown. So uh, you know, Kyler Murray, he looks good even when he's not on his game throwing the ball. I mean, you know, you have Hopkins now. Uh, You have Fitzgerald still They still have weapons And when he's not able to get it going You know, passing the ball He has no problem running I think he ran in like a 22-yard touchdown last week And nobody even came close to touching him He he does not get hit eh? He was just running down the middle of the field And uh, nobody touched him for for 20-plus yards So uh, he's my lock this week My sleeper And we talked about how good he looked in week one Is Herbert Um the Chargers are playing the Panthers, and the Panthers have just looked lost defensively. Uh, they've given mm-hmm. up thirty plus the last two games, and now without McCaffrey, I don't know how they're gonna like. Mo- I don't know how they're gonna move the ball, and I think that. Uh, even if they, you know, for Herbert, I think they want him throwing the ball. He had 26 fantasy points last week. He looked good throwing to Keenan Allen. I'm sure Keenan Allen is happy because he's got somebody that can actually throw the ball. Yeah, through. he's got
1: a big arm. He likes yeah. that, uh, read option type of offense, that RPO style.
0: And Herbert's, he's athletic, uh, and he's 5,900. So he's, he's a good, cheap option going up against a terrible defense. Um, so let's move to running back. How about, what, uh, how do you feel about running back this week?
1: Hey, um, Okay, so I'm actually going to go Derek Henry this week. Okay. I have faith that he's not going to screw it up again. (laughs) And that Minnesota defense has looked horrible. Yeah. I mean, they got ran over by the Colts last week with a rookie running back in uh, Jonathan Taylor. So... I'm going to feast on that bad uh, Minnesota defense and give it to Henry. I mean, he's got 56 carries already on the season for 200 yards. No touchdowns yet.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, 50. So, he had 31 carries the first game.
1: 31, yep. And 25 the second week, and he's at exactly 200 yards. So, he had won 16 the week before. So, he's getting the ball. They're feeding him, and honestly, it some point, he's going to start complaining that he hasn't gotten the ball in the red zone to score a touchdown.
0: Yeah, uh, he's he's had the volume, which is what you want from you know a top guy. Uh, you know, obviously, twenty-five to thirty touches is great, and it's just a matter of the production being there. And it's not like the production hasn't been there; he's just not. You know, he's averaging under four yards a carry so far, uh, and you expect that to change because he gets four yards. <laughs> he should get four yards, just like. Falling laying over, <laughs> yeah, just laying down. So, uh, so I, I see that changing soon. But uh, who'd you have for your sleeper?
1: My sleeper, I'm gonna go with. Let's see here, a couple options, but I'm gonna go with Kenyon Drake.
0: That's a good. I like him. I like him this week.
1: The Lions gave up. What was it? Over a hundred yards rushing to Aaron Jones last week.
0: Easily. Yeah, Harry. well, yeah, he, he gave up one sixty eight. Yeah, it was, and he 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 almost averaged ten yards mm-hmm. a carry. I think he averaged nine point three yards per carry. So, yeah, can't go wrong there.
1: And I like um, he said something on Twitter because people have been complaining about his fantasy output production, and he said, "Trade me and regret it." <laughs> to someone on Twitter. So all right, so I like that.
0: So he's got a little bit of uh, Twitter motivation. Um, yeah, I like that pick. I think. Uh, you know the Cardinals have used Chase Edmonds a little bit too, which has taken away from some of the touches that he would normally get. But
1: it's Chase uh, Edmonds. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you got to go with this guy against the Lions this week. Um, he should have a big game. My lock this week is actually going to be Dalvin Cook. He's uh, okay. Seventy six hundred on DraftKings, so he's he's pricey. Uh, the yardage isn't there, but he.
1: The usage is. The they're, they're trying to get him going, but... Kind of uh, similar
0: to Derrick Henry, where he's getting the touches. He does have a couple touchdowns. Um, and Tennessee gave up 100 yards to a guy named James Robinson of the Jacksonville yep. Jaguars.
1: I bet you no one knew his name coming into the season. <laughs> no.
0: um, he's actually looked... O- that, that guy's actually looked okay the first two weeks. He's been pretty productive. But uh, I think that a 1.52... Uh, <laughs> passer rate or whatever uh, Point output for Fantasy Your quarterback a Zero quarterback rating uh, Is going to lead to A little bit more of a run heavy approach uh, And I and I know that That's what the Vikings want to do They want to get Dalvin Cook the ball So I, I think that he's going to have a big game This week against Tennessee who Really hasn't looked too good defensively so far uh, This season My sleeper pick uh, kind of another out there Is going to be Adrian Peterson actually
1: Okay, uh, I've liked he, how Peterson's looked this yeah, season so he's far, been, to be honest.
0: He, he's been efficient with the carries. He only had seven carries, but he had 40-plus yards last week, and the game flow just didn't work out for him. Uh, they were down by a ton early on, so that's not really his style. I think against Arizona, it's going to be a closer game, and he's going to be able to get that 10 to 15 carries, throw a touchdown in there. He could be a nice sleeper pick at only 4,500. So let's move to wide receiver.
1: I right, um, I'm gonna go with uh, I like to do a, what is it uh a stack here always oh, with my quarterback wide receiver, so I'm gonna go Metcalf this week, and I just think he made Stephon Gilmore look yeah. like he's never played cornerback before, <laughs> and that, that is scary.
0: That was a fun part of that game was seeing that battle, and then they almost started a brawl on the on the <laughs> sideline. Um, DK Metcalf is like, what is, what does he have? Like a half percent body fat?
1: It was, yeah, it was some insane. I mean, everyone was like, oh, so down on him after he put up all those amazing combine numbers. But, uh, maybe this just shows you that the combine does matter.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think, I think it goes both ways. You know, for certain players, you know, that they have the the it like we talked about earlier they have the it factor so the combine the combine might not be looked at as much but this guy's like a you know I don't even know what to call him he's like a physical he's just a, he's just a beast He's insane he's a beast and you know he
1: he's got two touchdowns on the season 187 yards only eight catches so the volume isn't there but he's getting targeted he has 14 targets on the season, so he's bringing in his opportunities, and it's two straight weeks over 90 yards receiving. He just needs to break that 100-yard barrier.
0: Yeah, I think he's averaging seven targets the first two games, and I and I know this because he's actually my lock as well. Um, oh, you're going to lock so, him in with me? <laughs> yeah, I have, to, I have him as my lock this nice. week. Nice. Let's do it. Uh, 6,500. Uh, he's averaging 23 yards per catch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you, you have to think at some point – Against this Dallas team, this is the game where I see like eight catches, 150 yards, throw a touchdown, (laughs) and they like, like this is a game for him to just go off against this defense because if he made Stephon Gilmore look, uh, he's got one defensive player of the year last year.
1: I know,
0: and not only that, but like, but he he's just so physical that. Stephon Gilmore, you know, like you said, he, he was targeted I think eight times in the game or something. Caught four of them, so he caught half of his targets. But that one touchdown, he just ran right by him.
1: Yeah, it was a 54, 54 yeah. yard bomb, and just I don't know. He's just he's a freaking nature, honestly. Yeah. that's all I can describe him as.
0: So that that's a lot. That's a lock for both of us. <laughs> uh, who do you got for your sleeper?
1: All I know is you better do well. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Darius Slayton on the are Giants. Are you serious? You're going to do it? I have him too. Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> this is okay, going to so, be uh, terrible. That's, uh, <laughs> the odds of that happening are not very good. No. And we, did, uh, and we don't talk about this before. We don't talk about this at all before we come on here.
1: Yeah, we try to keep it fresh. So,
0: that's... uh, Yep, I have Darius Slayton here, 4,900.
1: Yeah, um... <sighs> I don't know. With Barkley injured, the Giants are going to have to move more towards a passing game. Shepard's out, too, so Slayton's going to see the field more. I mean, he didn't have a great game last week. He actually had a big drop on a third down. Yeah. Uh, but uh, him and four- Jones definitely have a connection.
0: Yeah, they have the connection. The 49ers' defense is obviously banged up. Uh, the, pass ru- the pass rush for the 49ers is going to take a big hit because Bosa's out. Uh this should give Daniel Jones more time to throw the ball. And like you said, he has. they have a good connection. They've had a good connection since, uh, you know, basically, you know, week one of last year. And uh, so I like Slayton this week for those reasons. Do I think that? Uh, and
1: just San Francisco so banged up that. Yeah,
0: that's a big reason why. I, I think that the, the, you know, the Giants are going to be able to move the football and, you know, despite Barkley being out, they did bring in Devontae Freeman, who, uh, you know, yeah, uh, it, it is what it is. Um, Deion Lewis looked okay.
1: Yeah, he did. He had a solid he had
0: game. The, he had the touchdown, which, you know, was... Actually, actually like,
1: sparked the offensive line, oddly. That, yeah. Well, what's Deion Lewis, you think, 5'8"? Uh,
0: if that, yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's probably generous, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he looked okay. He had you know nothing compared to Barkley, but... Uh yeah, I think they're gonna rely on the pass and Slayton's gonna have a good game. So that's it. You know, we'll keep an eye on that. Obviously, Metcalf has the lock and Sl- and Slayton for the sleeper for both of us here. Um, I have a feeling what's not gonna be the same for tight end. So let's, no. see, let's see what you got for tight end.
1: I um I have Ertz as my lock here. Okay. Uh, um, you're, like,
0: you're going with the stack.
1: Yeah, uh, for Wentz because Wentz, yeah. they have no options. It's Ertz needs to put up one of those. Ten catches, hundred and eighty yard games for the Eagles to win, and the Eagles need to win because you cannot go zero and three and have any semblance of thinking you're making the playoffs, even with that extra wild card spot.
0: So the NFC East is terrible. If it's if you're going to start zero and three, you want to do it in the NFC East. <laughs> yes, because I mean
1: technically you still can make it in the NFC East, but
0: yeah, uh, and they you know obviously you look at all right, they still have two games against the Cowboys, so. You know, you you start thinking that way. If you're zero three, you're like, all right, who mm-hmm. who do we have in our division, and the division sucks. So, um, he's buy-
1: he's getting the targets. It's just he's not doing anything with them. Yeah, he's 14 targets, eight catches for 60 yards and one touchdown.
0: Yeah, they're not throwing the ball downfield at all. No, and you know, and you saw it through it to Rieger, but Rieger's out now. So you know, we'll see what happens. I, I don't
1: him. know what's going on with Jeffrey. I assume he's not playing this week again. I haven't seen any news I, yeah, telling me differently.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen anything or heard anything. So um, you you have to think that something's going to give. Uh, and if it's going to give, it's going to give against this Bengals defense. So uh, that's, a, that's a good pick. What about your sleeper?
1: I'm going to go with Austin Hooper.
0: Okay. I like that. I have him as my lock. So, Oh, really? Yeah. So why do you like Hooper?
1: I like Hooper... Just because he's facing Landon Collins, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Landon Collins yeah. looks lost in pass coverage for the Washington Redskins' of safety. And he's been burned a couple times. And it's really cost the Redskins' defense, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Hooper hasn't done much. He's only been targeted six times, which kind of scares me. But no one
0: Joku. Yep. And Joku's out for the year, I think. Yeah. Uh. So,
1: I mean, they paid him all this money. They got to get him going.
0: Yeah, I have, uh, you know, my, re- my reason being Njoku's out for the year. Washington, terrible against tight ends. All the stuff that you talked about. Uh, exactly, actually. Hooper needs to get more involved. They gave him money. Uh, they got to try to get him the ball. That's why they brought him in. And now, especially with Njoku out, uh, you know, he can add an element to that offense that Mayfield has shown that he likes to throw to Njoku. Um, so maybe the, maybe the chemistry is just not there yet. But I think that uh,
1: especially on a play-action pass, since they should be very effective running the ball here.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you would think that. So, uh, you know, it could be a nice, nice uh, sleeper play. I have him as my lock. Like I said, he's forty-four hundred. Uh, so he's not even an expensive lot. No, I mean, he there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to get double digits in this game, uh, and give you a nice, what you know, three to four times value. And if you get a touchdown, even even better. So. Um, my sleeper pick is uh, Logan Thomas uh, from the same game, mm-hmm. just on the other side of the uh, on the other side of the the field. Uh, tight end for the Washington Redskins. He's thirty seven hundred. He's actually averaging eight and a half targets. Yeah, from which. Haskins. <laughs> Again, he hasn't done much, um, but you know he had he had eight targets in the first game, nine in the second game. So Haskins looks his way. And Cleveland is the last ranked team against tight end so far this season, um, so this is to me this is a tight end game. This is uh, you know when you when you're picking your tight end you want to look at this game because you might have and this could be a, an opportunity for a nice tight end play and a flex play save some money for some of those big big guys that you want because um, there's going to be some value you have a lot of players out. There's gonna be yeah,
1: so there was a lot of backups coming in. Yeah, there's gonna be some
0: value and uh, could you know, bring
1: you into that trap. Yeah. because you know people are gonna be on them.
0: Yeah, so you gotta you gotta be careful. But uh, uh, Haskins seems to like them. Not sure why, but <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll take a former a, quarterback Logan Thomas. Yeah,
1: in Is college he? he was a quarterback. I didn't know that. Uh, Virginia Tech.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, it does ring a bell. He's gotten a little bit bigger.
1: <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs>
0: um Hey, anything to make it. Yeah, that's uh that's what the Giants should have done with that three hundred pound quarterback. Lorenz. Yeah. Lorenzen. Yeah. Um but uh let's finish up with defense before we get to our picks for week three. Uh who's your lock and your sleeper?
1: I'm gonna go with the Chargers defense. I just like them playing uh what was it, Cincinnati, I think they no, no, they played Cincinnati one of my things. They are playing a backup quarterback. That's why I picked them. I'm just... Oh. No, they're playing Carolina. So so yeah, so yeah. No, no McCaffrey. McCaffrey. That was my thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, I just
1: don't see how the uh, Panthers can move the ball here. I don't know why I blanked on the
0: game. The, the Chargers have a good secondary. Uh, you know, g- the, coming the in... The
1: brother that yeah. everyone used to talk about before Nick came into the league yeah. is still a good player. So I expect... Uh, at least four, six. I mean, Bridgewater looked bad last week when he had he was forced to throw the ball when they're down. So if the Chargers get up early, yeah. you know, Bridgewater's not bringing this team back.
0: I think Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore both went over 100 yards last yes. week. Um, so, you know, they have the weapons, but now without McCaffrey, you know, it's— You it's, really
1: don't need to worry about that running game as much, and you can focus on— Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough sledding. Uh the Chargers are a nice pick. What about your sleeper?
1: I'm gonna go with the Giants, which I'm okay. gonna hate. I'm gonna hate every minute of doing it. But uh if they cannot stop Nick Mullins, who's gonna be starting this week, as much as I say, oh Garoppolo might play, Nick Mullins is gonna play. Why? You yeah. can't risk it. No. And no Raheem Mostert.
0: <laughs> No Tevin Coleman. <laughs> no Tevin Coleman. They don't really have any wide receivers. The wide
1: receivers are still out. It, George Kittle's still out.
0: Yep. So Now's, now's the time. Yeah. If you, if, <laughs> if you want to be a homer, now's the time for the Giants. Uh, yeah, too many injuries. And the Giants, like we said, the Giants defense has been playing pretty well for the most part outside of, you know, you'd wish that they would have a some more consistent pressure on the quarterback. But, you know, they've they've played pretty well uh, for the most part. So
1: Yeah, um, what are their numbers? I got them right here. I think,
0: I think they're giving up like 21 and a half. They've only given up 43 points in two games.
1: Two picks on the season, one fumble recovery, and six sacks.
0: All right, so that's, that's a little bit better than I, than I expected, uh, averaging three sacks a game. So, yeah, I mean, you'll take it. And if they can... You know, <laughs> they, they've got they've got the names and they're performing, which in the past, you know, you you, you had Janoris Jenkins and he was a big, big time guy that they brought in. <laughs> and then he sucked. And, uh, you know, they lose land in college. Gabriel Peppers still, I think, leaves a lot to be desired. But it seems like as a unit they're they're looking a lot better than they've looked in in the past few years. If the Giants are going to go anywhere, it's going to be because of the defense. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's that's they have to they have to have that figured out. Uh, defense for me, my lock is uh, the Bucks defense. Thirty seven hundred going up against the Broncos. Drew Lock out. Cortland Sutton out. Outside of that, I mean, who do they really have? I know? don't know. They were able to slow down McCaffrey. They gave up seventeen points to the Panthers, and. Uh, I I like them this week. I think the way that the Bucks are going to play on offense now, with you know adding some some more running in there, with Fournette looking good, uh, you know controlling the clock. I think I think the Bucks are are a very solid pick this week. And my sleeper pick is the Cardinals. Thirty three hundred. Uh, they've been very solid. Uh, they get pressure on the quarterback. They've given up seventeen and a half points per game so far. And uh, the Lions offense, uh, they just look kind of disjointed.
1: Yeah, um, Matthew, you know Matthew Stafford's going to throw a pick at some point in the game.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the Cardinals defense really, you know, they haven't they really haven't played bad. Uh, 15 points to the Redskins. They gave up 20 to the 49ers, and that was a healthy 49ers team. <laughs> uh, so, I like their defense. They have a good, I think they have a good pass rush, and they could... Uh, they could give the Lions' offense some problems, um, so that's that's my sleeper pick for defense. That wraps up week three fantasy plays uh, with a special emphasis on the wide receiver position. Yes, lock and sleeper both the same. Uh, uh, so, let's, let's
1: just say if the wide receivers don't do well, there'll be some special Kool Aid for both of
0: us. <laughs> we got to start posting pictures of our teams on uh, <laughs> on uh, Instagram or something so that people know we're not. We're not just full of it. But, uh, yeah, so those are our picks for week three. Uh, we need a good week. We need a good week in fantasy. Uh, recoup some of those losses. It's, yeah. like, it's like a black hole, you know?
1: Like, <laughs> I haven't been doing bad, so I can't complain. No.
0: After week one, I was like, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. And then I think I was no, like the I, first I person. Real well, week one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like the first person on uh, Friday, you know, texting our group. Hey, what do you, you know, let's. Put some teams in, you know, (laughs) and uh, just a couple days earlier, I was losing my mind. So uh, it gets you; it draws you back in. That's that's the danger, right? (laughs) Um, So let's get to our. Let's finish up with our week three picks. Again, we both went three and two last year. I'm five and five. The first two weeks, Austin six and four. Uh, He's won both weeks so far. The tiebreaker uh, gave him the victory this week. So let's get to our week three picks. Do you want to go first?
1: Uh, I will let you start. Okay. To be honest, I don't love this week. It feels uh, like uh, Vegas is starting to get on these teams a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I actually had to look through it a few times to, to pick out the games that I really liked. But I, I learned from last week. I'm going to throw my double down at in there first.
1: first. Which yes. And
0: that's going to be for me. It's going to be Pittsburgh at minus four. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh minus four against the Broncos. I don't really see how the Broncos are going to generate enough offense to be. Within four points of the Steelers the Steelers are good. They're 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 looking pretty good right now offensively and uh, Minus four to me is a steal Because I just don't see where they're getting the offense from on the other side of the ball and the Steelers uh, Their their defense they just get after the quarterback whoever's playing quarterback for the Broncos I, I They're they're in for a long day Yes, so that that's my that's my double down. Is it
1: going to be Jeff Driscoll again? I can't believe he's still in the NFL. Uh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, how
1: I, is Jeff Driscoll still in the NFL here?
0: I know that the Broncos released Flacco, so it's not going to be him.
1: Well, oh, um, no, uh, Flacco's the backup for the Jets.
0: That's right. Yep, that's right. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know who I don't know who the backup is for the Broncos. That's what that's mm-hmm. that's my that's my reason for taking the, the Steelers minus four. To me, it should they should be at least a touchdown favorite right now. So who's your? Uh, I guess you can go with whoever because you don't have to go with your double down first. I have to protect myself <laughs> now.
1: Uh, get- yes, yeah, so I'm going to go with my. I should have let you take that double down by the week be, last week because it was the Chiefs, so you would have lost. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go with. I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna have a rope hanging next to me, but uh, I'm gonna go with the Giants as my double down plus okay. four. If they cannot, they should win this game outright. But I'm getting the point, so yeah. why not take it?
0: Yeah, and the Giants. I mean, the Giants. They've they've been in both games so far. Um, I had the Giants last week plus five and a half. They covered for me. I have them as one of my picks. Are we allowing? Uh, no, no, no. So you I can. have to pick. Have oh, to be,
1: yeah. I guess you can. It's up to you.
0: Um. Well, I'll I'll, I'll save them for last, and we'll uh, we'll make a decision on that. But I like that. I like that play. Um. The, the Giants are at home. Not that it really matters that much, but uh, the 49ers just have too much going on. So <laughs> yeah. I, I like and there's that. There's just pick. too
1: many injuries. I mean, it's a backup quarterback. Yeah, people like Nick Mullins, but come on.
0: Yeah, and and I agree. The Giants should the Giants should win this game. Uh, if they don't win this game, there's going to be a lot of questions. Even with There'll Barclay, be a lot of riots. even with Barkley out, I I don't I don't see how the you know the Giants should win this game. I think it'll be close because that's just what the Giants do. <laughs> but they should win this game. Uh, so that's your double down. Giants plus four. I'm gonna go with uh, Dallas plus five is gonna be my second pick. Uh, I think that Seattle's going to win the game, but I think that this is going to be this is going to be a close game. Uh, after seeing, you know, the Patriots kind of storm back and and yeah, Seattle large, led
1: the Patriots back in that game and almost cost them, to be honest.
0: Dallas has a lot more firepower than the Patriots do, uh, and Prescott obviously he he can run the football. Uh, Seattle's defense really hasn't looked great.
1: No, uh, and there's a chance Bruce Irvin is out this week
0: yeah so that they're, they're gonna give up points um i'm, I'm curious what the over under is let's because uh, honestly like if i you know if we weren't doing this uh, i'd probably let me see here uh the over under for what is this the this is america's game of the week the, over, <laughs> the over-under is 55.5, so that's high. That
1: is high. That, that's
0: uh, high. Uh, but, that's a lot of points. Yeah, but the uh, the Cowboys at plus five, I'll take them because I, I, I think this is going to be a close game. I think Seattle wins, but it's going to be a close game. Uh, so that's my second pick. What about you?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons at minus three against the Bears. I just don't think the Bears have enough firepower to keep up. With the Falcons, but it's the Falcons, so there's a yeah. good chance they're going to blow this game in the fourth quarter, and you're going to have to sweat this out.
0: Yeah, anything more than minus three for the Falcons, and I have I have a problem with. Um, you know, I had them last week at plus four and a half. I thought they could potentially win the game, which they were in perfect position. If you had the Falcons money line, that's the thing. At plus either, four and a half.
1: Either the Falcons are going to show up to this game ready to go, or they're going to get slaughtered. Yeah. And, and I just don't trust that Bears... That The Bears' offense just looked horrible. This is a tough Besides game. Besides the fourth quarter of the Lions game. This
0: is a tough game to pick because... <laughs> I don't love I, it. <laughs> I'm surprised you picked this game because you have Dan Quinn on one side who you can't trust, and you have the Bears with Matt <laughs> Nagy on the other side who, you know, is supposedly his offensive guru, and he, you know, what are the Bears doing? <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, this is a tough game. It just shows. It goes to show that this is a tough week. Um, a lot of weird, weird matchups. A lot of weird lines. Um, so that's your second pick. My third pick is going to be Tampa Bay minus six. I like them this week with who they're playing. I I remember looking at this and they're playing. They're playing. Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. Um, I had Pittsburgh minus four. They're not playing the Broncos. They already played the Broncos. I apologize. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing the Texans. Okay, so still, um, you know, the Texans, and I'll go back to this real quick, but the Texans look lost offensively. Uh, they scored 20, they're averaging 18 points a game with Deshaun Watson, which whoever thought that would be the case. Um, Bill O'Brien, you know, I don't know what's going on with him, but... Same uh, same type of reasons. Uh, Steelers with their with their D line and their linebackers, they just get after it. We talked about Bud Dupree last week. He's like a maniac. Uh, T.J. Watt is just amazing, and uh, I think the Steelers are going to be able to have their way with this team. So just to backtrack on that, uh, I had that uh, I had that wrong there. Um, but the Buccaneers, they are playing the Broncos, and uh, they're minus six. So, uh, and again. No, you know, yeah. for the same reasons I didn't like the Broncos in my made up game against the Steelers. Uh, no quarterback, no uh, top wide receiver. Uh, they just didn't look good last week where they actually played the Steelers. Um, so I like the Buccaneers as time goes on. Uh, I think they're going to be able to figure it out. And I like them minus six here with the addition of Fournette running the football. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened to Ronald Jones in that game, but it seems like they're transitioning. Yeah, to it Fournette. looks like
1: it might be more Fournette. Yeah, so, I think Fournette offers a little bit more in the uh, pass catching game. To be honest,
0: yes. So I, I like that minus six. That's a that's a good number for me. I think Buccaneers should, will should win by a touchdown or more. Uh, so that's my third pick: Tampa Bay minus six. What do you got?
1: I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Titans minus two and a half against the awful Minnesota Vikings.
0: Okay. I was interested in this game.
1: Yeah, um, it's not three points, so I know I won't push it because the Titans like to win games by three points.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that... Well, and yeah. last I mean, second field goal. Yeah, minus two and a half gives you that... You know, that cushion that, 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 that if the Titans screw
1: it up, but... Uh, yeah. I just don't see anything I like from this Minnesota team.
0: You gotta think that the Vikings are gonna figure it out at some point because they have too many... You know, Kirk Cousins is a... Is a solid quarterback, Dalvin it, Cook.
1: It's stealing. just their old lines an issue. Their secondary is too young and inexperienced right yeah. now. Uh, Anthony Barr's out at linebacker, so that's a huge blow.
0: Yeah, they're they're in a tough spot. Uh, you know, had a lot of expectations coming in. It just hasn't worked out. So, um, yeah, anything more than two and a half for the Titans, and I've, I've <laughs> I'd I'd get a I
1: little worried about it. That, but
0: um, that that's a good it's a good pick. Uh, My fourth pick here is going to be Green Bay plus three against the Saints on Sunday night. So I like the Packers in this game. It's actually plus three and a half. Um, So I like them in this game because I don't really like the Saints right now. I think the Saints, again, with Michael Thomas being out uh, for at least a few more weeks, I think the Saints are a little bit overrated at this point. I know Drew Brees is an all-time great, but he hasn't looked good. The Packers' defense has looked good. And uh, outside of, you know, they've, there's been a lot of garbage time stuff going on. They, they had <laughs> the Vikings blown out. They had the Lions blown out. They've given up some points. But Aaron Rodgers looks good. They're averaging over 40 points a game the first two games. Uh, you know, Devontae Adams, he, he's questionable right now. So we'll have to see about that. But I just think Rodgers is going to find a way and being an underdog on the road in in, in the Superdome where there's no fans oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, when there's no fans, it's, it's a different story. Big so difference. I think the Packers are the better team. Give me plus three and a half. Uh, even if they lost this game by more, than a, by more than a field goal, I just don't see it. So uh, I like the Packers plus three and a half. Give me your fourth pick, and then we'll do our head-to-head. All
1: right, uh, I'm going to go with the... I think I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals plus five against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Eagles are gonna win this game, but since he's just, it's shown that they're gonna be competitive all game, and Joe Burrow is gonna drive you down to get that late backdoor cover.
0: Yeah, they've had that's two games in a row now where they've put themselves in a position to potentially win. Uh, week one, they actually probably should have won. Yes, yeah, or not—not not that they should have won, but they should have at least been in overtime. It
1: should have at least went to overtime. So, uh, yeah, you had the fat kicker. Oh, I pulled my calf, <laughs> but I'm still kicking next week.
0: Yeah, and they even said right after the game, eh, it's nothing serious. It looked like it looked like he tore his hamstring.
1: Yeah, it looked uh, like someone shot him, like a JFK assassination <laughs> style.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, the Eagles, uh, at least defensively, they're just. They just don't look good right now. Their secondary uh, has not been up to task. Uh, so uh, the Bengals—it's a tough—it's a tough, it's a tough uh, pick, but uh, the ba- you know the Bengals defensively are pretty bad. So uh, yeah, you're I just you're just betting on Joe Burrow, like you said, to to keep it close. I'm
1: betting on that offense. I mean, the Eagles haven't shown me anything. I do think the Eagles are going to win this game. Finally, get it off the snide, but it's just. I don't I don't trust them. I don't trust the Eagles. I can see the Eagles blowing this game if I'm honest with you too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh they did it against the Redskins, so um you know, to think that they're going to do it again isn't that that far out of the realm of possibility. So uh let's get to our head to head here and uh you know, again, we did not talk about this previously. So we're we're trying to keep it
1: I'll I'll let you pick. We're
0: trying to keep it fresh here. Um
1: since since I'm winning I'll let you pick. I'll give you the honors.
0: You know, we might have to go with that Monday night game.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a sexy this is, game.
0: This is the game of the uh of the week. Chiefs, Ravens. Uh I know you're you know, you're a big Lamar Jackson guy. I was I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Okay. Um what
1: is it, Chiefs plus plus three and a half. Three and a half. I don't know
0: how you feel about that. But you know, the Ravens at my I, I, I have a hard time with the three and a half for the Chiefs being the underdog. I think I think this is a defensive thing. I think the Ravens defense is 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 very good and the Chiefs defense maybe not so much. But
1: I think it's just both these teams are offensive juggernauts. But the Chiefs have shown that you know, there's just some games the Chiefs don't get up to play for. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think they're definitely going to get up for this game, especially on Monday night.
0: Who'd the Chiefs play? They played the Texan, Texans week one, and they kind of got off to a slow start, and then they picked it up, kind of like what they did to them in the playoff game.
1: Yeah, and then uh, last week, I they mean, it was only 23 points against the Chargers, and they were having to fight tooth and nail to come back.
0: Yeah, they had to scramble to win that game and, uh, and come out on top, so... If you're good with it,
1: yeah, I'm good with it. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to put any real money on this game because I just want to enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: think this is going to be one of those games where you just kind of sit back and enjoy, uh, and and watch these two quarterbacks go head to head because these are the two stars of the game right now, and uh, it's it should be a it should be a fun game to watch. So, why don't you give us a quick recap of our picks?
1: Hey, right, Max, you're going to go with Pittsburgh minus four as your double down. Dallas plus five Tampa Bay minus six green Bay plus three and a half. And then in our head to head KC plus three and a half. And then I'm going to go with the giants as my double down at plus four. The Falcons minus three, the Titans minus two and a half Cincy plus five and Baltimore minus three and a half.
0: All right. I like those picks. Um, yeah, let's keep you know, it again, up. Again, some weird weird lines this week, but...
1: Vegas is going to start uh, zoning in on this guy, gonna start, so... They're going
0: to start hammering us. You know, the, the first couple killed weeks... killed last week. <laughs> yeah, the first couple weeks, I mean, you, you kind of expected that because no preseason, you didn't really know what to expect coming in. Uh, now you have all these injuries, so you're going to see some... You know, you really got to keep an eye on that stuff because you're going to see some of these lines change. Um You know, I've seen I've seen a lot of lines change pregame that, you know, in ways that I haven't seen before. I think week one uh, Colts Jaguars, it shifted like two points uh, before the game started. Vegas uh, against the Saints. The Saints were five and a half uh, when you woke up. By the time the game started, it was either three and a half or four. Well, the big big thing with
1: Vegas is this happened when uh, Vegas got a hockey team, actually. They would have to make the line so insane against Vegas because everyone who visits Vegas—I mean, they can't go to the games yet because of COVID—but
0: they want to be part of it.
1: Yeah, they. So they're just like, "Oh, let me bet on Vegas since I'm here."
0: It worked out. I yeah. mean, uh, the line moving was obviously for good reason because people had a uh, you know I don't know I don't know what you want to call it but uh, you know I I've seen that a, a good number of times now and it's just not something you normally see so it just tells you that. You know Vegas is still getting a feel, but as the season goes on, they're they're gonna they're gonna figure it out. And now, so now is the time where you want to take advantage of some of that. Um, and we like said five and five so far for me. I haven't been able to do it, but Austin three and two, two weeks in a row, up one forty. If you uh, if you stuck with him, so hey, at this point, you know you put if you were to bet a hundred on each game, you're betting a thousand. You you got hundred and forty to show for it. So if you look <laughs> at it as an investment. 14%
1: yeah uh, uh, not bad for what you invested you, you want to be I heard uh, Warren, on a Warren Sharp who is a big gambling guy he uh, he said most professional gamblers want to be around 54 to 57% that's how you make a living yeah doing gambling and right
0: now you're at 60% so uh, yeah I mean to, to, to expect anything more than that is tough because it's always going to come back you know it's always going to come back to that, uh, to that median I mean, that, that average somewhere. So uh yeah, I agree 57%. I mean, it's, it's not going to make you a ton of money, but you'll be consistent, you know, just to be a consistent winner. And um so that, that's what you've been able to do the first two weeks. So that's good on you. And so those are our picks. So keep an eye on those both three and two last week. Let's, let's keep it, keep it rolling into week three and, uh and we'll keep an eye on that. So, Thanks for listening to us. We are going to uh, sign off for now. Uh, just to recap, I mean, we it was great to have Chrissy on and get that perspective from her, uh, something that we haven't done before. I don't think we've... That was, she's <laughs> no, the, first she's the first female that we've had on the yeah. show. So uh, and we've been doing this for a couple of years now, sporadically. Uh, first female on the show. So, um, you know, it was interesting to... Yeah, you know, I didn't really know what direction it was going to go in. <laughs> so I hope that everything was good with that. Uh, but, um, you know, that was good to have her on and, and get that perspective. So, uh, you know, take a look at our picks. Visit us on
1: uh, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter,
0: yeah. Twitter's uh, squ- at Square the Sharp. Yep. Instagram is Squaring Up the Sharp, which is the full name of our show. You can check us out on iTunes. We post the link on Instagram uh, t- for you to for you to go there and click on it. As well as on Twitter, uh, so we we post the uh, epi- the new episodes to both. So keep an eye out there. If you want to send us an email, uh, let Austin know how much you love making money off of his <laughs> picks. Uh, that's Squaring Up the Sharp at, at Gmail. Gmail. Yep. So uh, there are a lot of ways to get in touch with us, and uh, you know we enjoy doing this for you. So uh, we hope that you enjoy it uh, on the back end. Um, so that's our show for today, and here's, here's to, squaring to Squaring Up, up the Sharp.